Help keep Kinks and Beats daily ad-free and receive bonus content early with a contribution of 20 cents per episode. Visit herohabit.com slash shop for more information. Welcome to Kinks and Beats Daily. I'm your host, Tony Fry. This is episode 134. I thank you all for downloading yet another episode of this very very expansive podcast. Only like 4,500 more to go. Today, we're talking about a song I've got mixed feelings about, uh, Celluloid Heroes by The Kinks. And uh, we'll talk more about it, but this song has become a bit of a fan favorite, cult favorite. I don't know how you want to describe it, but people love this song. It was released August 25th, 1972, on the album Everybody's in Showbiz, which I've mentioned several times, I think is the last of their great albums that you go all the way from the mid-60s to Everybody's in Show Business. I think all those are super solid albums with without really any misses. Um, and it was released as a single backed with Hot Potatoes on November 24th, 1972. So a few months later, it was released, I think it was the second single off the album. And clocking in at about 6 minutes and 20 seconds, it's one of the band's longest tracks. Not the longest, but it's up there. It's it's just doing a cursory look through the catalog, I would guess it to being in the top 5 in terms of length. Um recording began on June 10th as part of a, a two-day marathon session that spanned all day on the 10th and then uh the next evening on the 11th. And the song is mostly finished in this session. You know, it's assumed that there's still overdubs and things like that. But the song um, and a couple other tunes are more or less finished during these sessions. And the song pays homage to the stars of Hollywood's golden age. Through this guise, um, you know, everybody uh, has a song open. It was uh, uh, everybody's a dreamer and everybody's a star and everybody's in movies. It doesn't matter who you are. There are stars in every city, in every house, and on every street. And if you walk down Hollywood Boulevard, their names are written in concrete. And then we go into um, name-checking several big-time movie stars of, even at that time, of yesteryear. You know, even in the early 70s, a lot of these actors were retired or old or dead or whatever. Um, he's not name-checking contemporaries. Uh, and then he's, you know, we go through the whole song. We get to the end. I wish my life was a nonstop Hollywood movie show, fantasy world of celluloid villains and heroes, because celluloid heroes never feel any pain, and celluloid heroes never really die. Um, so it's kind of a fantasy you know, you, you, there's lots of songs like this, this fantasy of, of being in the movies and, and the glamorous lifestyle and all that. And he's kind of doing that song, that story. And then, like I said, it's under the guise that as you walk down Hollywood Boulevard, you see all these names and he goes through all these names. Um, incidentally, the song is a commercial flop. It's become popular with Kinks fans. It is, you know, it was performed live. Uh, a bit in their in their live sets, um, it has appeared on 
compilations album. It's the title of a compilation album. And in the U.S., it was a shortened, edited version that was actually released. It took over almost two minutes off of the track. Um, and if you listen to this song, it's actually kind of surprising that the, that the edited version wasn't a hit in the United States. I can see why a six-and-a-half-minute song of this style wasn't a big smash hit in the United States. But four minutes? I, there's enough good quality stuff here. I mean, the band sounds fantastic. The recording sounds fantastic. It's a little of its time, um, not in a bad way, uh, but it kind of gives you that feeling of like the singer song of the James Taylors, Carly Simons, uh, of that style of acoustic driven pop. I don't see why the shortened version of this couldn't have been a hit. I mean, it sounds a lot like a lot of the stuff that was coming out of Laurel Canyon. And there's, there, if you don't know about that, there's two documentaries out now specifically about Laurel Canyon and all the music that was coming out of that um, that area of California at that time. We're talking mid-60s to really into the 70s. Um, and this could have fit alongside any of them, even being from a, an English band. I recently took a trip to Los Angeles um, at the beginning of 2020 and, you know, did all the touristy stuff. Uh, I live in Northern California and, and, but we went down to Hollywood, went to the Chinese theater, saw all the people in the, you know, in the, the footprints and all that kind of stuff. And then we walked up and down a little bit of the walk of fame. And, uh, you know, I saw some of the people that were mentioned in this song and it's impossible to know this song and not have it playing in a loop in your head while you're walking down it like the entire time i'm walking down this uh street i've got this song playing in my head you know just on repeat and uh so i mean that's that's the sign of a catchy song obviously but for me the song stretches on too long it's got a catchy chorus but the verses begin to meander just for the sake of naming more celebrities and and i think ray does this song better a few years later when he calls it rock and roll fantasy which structurally and thematically it's got a lot of similarities obviously we're focusing on rock stars instead of movie stars but the style of the song the mood the ambiance the structure of it um i think is better on rock and roll fantasy because he builds it more and there's more to grab your attention as a listener chords are pretty simple i dropped my pick somewhere and i can't find it there it is uh, the chords are pretty simple. It's just uh, we're in the key of D. He never deviates from the key of D. So one, five, four, one, three, six, four, five. Never, never a borrowed chord in that whole thing. And then when we get to the chorus, he simply cycles through fifths. Starts on a C, up a fifth to G, up a fifth to D, and that gets us back to our home key. But it's it's a very folky. What is it? Everybody's a dreamer Everybody's a star Everybody's in movies Doesn't matter who you are There's stars in every city In every house on every street And if you walk down Hollywood Boulevard Your names are written in concrete 
You can see all the stars as you walk down Hollywood Boulevard. Some that you recognize, some that you've hardly ever heard of. People who worked and suffered and struggled for fame. Some who succeeded and some who suffered in vain. I mean, it's a pretty song. It's very simple, very folky. Uh, it, it has that vibe of, you know, like a campfire song where you're just sitting around singing it. Uh, like I said, the band sounds fantastic on it. This is a beautifully produced track. I just think uh, the American edit should have probably been the default. It's just too long. A song that's six minutes long that never deviates from the home key um, gets tiring, in my opinion. So, like, overall, I'd give this song a B. You know, it's it's not that it's a bad song. Some of the lyrics get a little clunky, but uh, it's not a bad song by any stretch. Beautiful melody, beautiful arrangement, beautiful, you know, the, sans- the band sounds great. It's just too long. What are your thoughts? Give me a call, 925-494-1739, or shoot me an email, kinksandbeats at herohabit.com. I'd love to hear from you. Um, and I guess that's it for this one. I don't have any more notes, sir. Uh, I guess I could sing it for another five and a half minutes, but I don't think anybody cares to hear that. All right. So until we uh, talk again, have a great day and uh, I will talk to you soon. This podcast is presented by the Hero Habit Podcast Network. Swing by HeroHabit.com today to comment on this episode and poke around our growing database of sports and pop culture news, reviews, and collectibles. HeroHabit.com. Collect your heroes.